This is Westfair Business Buzz from Westfair Communications, publisher of the Fairfield County Business Journal. Here's your host, Phil Hall. Welcome to Westfair Business Buzz. I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journal. Did you know that October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month? If you weren't aware of that, you've come to the right podcast. Our guest on today's show is Bruce Phillips. He is Chief Information Security Officer at West, a Wilston Financial Group company, and he is one of the great thought leaders today on all things cybersecurity. Bruce, thank you so much for being a guest on today's program. It's my pleasure, Phil. Well, apparently, uh, this month being Cybersecurity Awareness Month, you're doing something of an emphasis on uh, keeping connected devices safe. Uh, the theme is, if you connect it, protect it. Uh, what are the major problems with devices that open them up to cybersecurity risk? Well, there's, there's a lot of those. Uh, number one is just not having the awareness that when you connect something to the internet, um, you're very actually in what you would think of as the worst neighborhood in your town, uh, the place where you wouldn't want to go at night. Uh, there are criminals there, uh, and they are trying to find a way to earn money by taking it away from you. Um, and so that's the very first thought that, that no one really has. They, they think they, they go on the internet, um, everything is, is roses and happy. Um, everything you read on the internet is 100% true. Um, and when someone says they're there to help you, that they're actually telling you the truth. But in actuality, most of the time, they're not there to help you. Um, most of the time, they're trying to find a way um, to get your money. Um, and the, it's an anonymous way of communicating. Um, I can be who I want to be. And then I can use some really cool techniques. The most prevalent is social engineering. Um, it's a really cool technique. It's, it's, uh, it's fun to do if you know how to do it. Um, it's great at parties. Um, it's also great for making you do something that I want you to do while you're thinking that it was your idea. Um, and that's what you're going to see on the internet. It happens every day. And it generally happens to the de detriment of people um, that aren't aware. And that's really what Cybersecurity Awareness Month is about, um, is get the word out to start thinking about the, the fact that there are people out to take your money and there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Well, over the past six months or so, uh, most of the country, it seems, has been working from home, either on their laptops or their home office desktops, or maybe in the nice weather, they take their phone or iPad to go out to the park or to... Uh, the fast food drive through and do a little work there. I have to imagine that this has created a cybersecurity nightmare. Um, yeah, it, it, it's increased the challenge um, for, for a couple of different reasons, right? Um, one is that you're working in an area that you're not normally working in, in, a, in an environment that you're not comfortable with because you just haven't done it before. Um, and you don't have the safety net of being able to reach out to somebody right there in the office and ask a question. So you're actually on an island all of your own. Um, and then you plant that with 
the fact that you're probably working on your home network, which is probably not the most secure because you don't know how to secure it or you've never thought about it, or you made the assumption that your cable company or internet service provider configured it correctly when they installed it for you, which is a bad assumption. And then on top of that, there's a lot of curiosity and angst about COVID. And anytime you see something that purports to give you information about COVID, you don't look at it critically. You just click the link and go there. And in uh, nine times out of 10, um, that link is malicious. Um, you know, right in uh, March, uh, late March, um, the FBI in an interview um, noted that they'd seen a, a fourfold increase in the report, in the number of reports at the Internet Complaint Crime Center, uh, all around phishing, all around COVID-19. Um, and that's where we start seeing the problems with people. One, they don't understand. They don't have the, the, this idea that it's a, a, a dangerous place. And then your home networks are nowhere as secure as your office networks. Um, and that combination is almost a, a perfect storm for cons consumers. And, and, and so this is one of the big things that we're really making a push on National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, um, because this year more than any, it's very important that people understand um, what they're getting into when they connect to the internet. Well, your work with West, which as I mentioned earlier is a Wilston Financial Group company, uh, is aimed at residential real estate and the mortgage industry. How have these industries been impacted over uh, the course of the pandemic in terms of cybersecurity threats? Um, exactly the same thing. We've seen a rise in ransomware, which is just across, across the board. It's not an industry specific, um, even individuals. Um, you know, there was a, the first reported case uh, uh, last month now um, in Germany uh, where a patient died at a hospital because they were uh, under a ransomware attack um, and none of their systems were working. Um, so it, it goes all the way from losing money to losing life right now in, in ransomware. Um, and then since everyone is working from home um, and everything is sort of out, uh, out of the ordinary, it's, it's that perfect time for a, for a cyber criminal to take advantage of that. Um, so we've seen a very large four, FBI is reporting four time increase um, in wire fraud attempts. Um, in my in, you know, informal discussions with, my, uh, with other companies in our, in our industry uh, is we're seeing probably a six time increase in the number of attempts and a two time increase in the success of, of wire fraud. And if you think about that, that means either you as a business owner, if you own a title company, um, you're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars or even worse, um, the consumer, the buyer, is wiring their money to a criminal and they're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars um, and they don't have uh, any type of insurance to, to back them up. So when they lose the money, it's gone. Um, uh, so those are what we're seeing. It's, it's just, it's nothing new. It's just, it's, it's a good opportunity for the criminals um, and they are taking advantage of the good opportunity. I'd like to read something to you that I saw in a report that was issued by the, the good people over at Moody's Investor Service about uh, the post-pandemic economy. It was a forecast, and they 
said that although cybersecurity firms are keeping busy at this time, and this is the, their quote, despite the risks, investing in cybersecurity will prove challenging as lower revenue growth in an environment of fiscal austerity continue with the economic downturn. Uh, I'm not an expert on these things, but I somehow don't think this is the best idea to cut spending at cybersecurity at this particular time? Um, no, I, I don't think so. But just like anything else, I'm, I'm sort of a heretic when it, when it comes to this discussion. I, I am not uh, a, a proponent of buying every cybersecurity tool you can find and throw it in, throwing it into your network to try to protect yourself. Um, because if you don't know how to use it, you may cause more problems than not. Um, I'm really a proponent of looking at risk, whether it's investing risk. That's I mean, part of what, what Moody's is talking about is right now there's a lot of people doing a lot of things uh, within cybersecurity. So if you're going to invest in a cybersecurity company, um, it may be short-term good. It may not be as the, as the economy turns around, but all that depends on how the economy goes. If you're a business owner, you need to take a look at the risks that you have, how you're addressing those risks, and then you know, apply your resources in an intelligent manner to, you know, to counter those risks. Um, you know, everyone talks about cyber insurance and E&O insurance, and they're gonna, and some people are relying on that as sort of their get out of jail free card. Um, the problem with that is just like any other insurance, cyber insurance is not in the business to pay claims, they're in the business to collect premiums. Um, so if you're not doing the minimum uh, that they think is necessary, um, they'll deny your claim. And that's, and that's been uh, held up in court that if you're not doing the, whatever industry standard is, and a lot of times now they're writing it into their policies as writers, um, then they're not going to help you out. So you're on the, on the hook for the money. And so you really need to understand your risk um, and, and then uh, treat that risk appropriately, just like any other business. So the one thing I've been telling people recently, cybersecurity is not magic, right? There's not a magic wand I can use. It's, it's not something that, that you have to hire uh, someone who is you know, a guru, it helps. Um, it's, another, it's another business risk, just like any other business risk that, that you have within your business. You need to understand that and you need to put it at that level that you know you can lose hundreds of thousands of dollars very, very quickly. More importantly, you can lose a lot of reputational, uh, a lot of reputational harm if for, for a breach for a period of time. Uh, consumers have a short memory, um, but you're gonna take a hit at the beginning. Um, and then the question is, can you survive that hit? Can you, loot, can you survive that monetary loss? Um, and you really need to understand whether or not you truly have that umbrella of, of some sort of insurance. One of the things I found interesting is that, uh, as I mentioned at the top of this interview, that this is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And some people might think, oh, that's a relatively new thing. And apparently this is the 17th year of it. Uh, I don't want to sound flippant or cynical, but I would imagine after 17 years, uh, people would be a lot more savvy to the threats that cybersecurity 
uh, <laughs> hackers are posting on them. Um, I, I, I equate that to the, it, it won't happen to me syndrome, right? Um, everyone looks at, and, and you've all heard of someone having their identity stolen. Um, you've heard of ransomware. Um, you've heard of, you know, business email compromise, companies that have wired money to somebody they shouldn't have. And everyone says, it's not going to happen to me. I'm smarter than that. Um, it's happened to the biggest companies in the world. It's happened to the very smartest companies in the world. <clears throat> Why? <clears throat> One, because they think it's not going to happen to them. And two, they don't understand what's going on. The techniques and the tools that, that, that the criminals are using. Um, and they're not preparing their, their employees, their staff on how to recognize and take appropriate action. Right. Um, social social engineering uh, works on three things. Right. It's a it's a change. It's a sudden change. There's a, a sense of urgency, and there's a consequence, positive or negative. And if I put those three things together, the most important is that sense of urgency. If I can get you to change your process because it needs to be done today. I win. Um, and. How many people know that? How many people actually fish their employees using a phishing simulator like we have at West Protect, which will help your employees recognize what a phishing email looks like? And then training, which helps you understand um, what the bad guy is trying to do. Um, and then, uh, you know, having that help desk of, uh, you know, somebody who can answer those questions for you. Um, and that's why. And then the consumers are at a worse, they're at a, at a worse position than a company, right? Because a company can do all of these things. Um, consumers don't have people sitting around like me telling them. So the idea is around National Cybersecurity Awareness Month is we get companies to train their employees and anyone else they want to listen uh, in hopes that you take this information home with you and share it with your family and your friends um, so that we get better. Um, and we got to get through this idea of um, it's never going to happen to me. If you're running a business today, you will get, you will be attacked by a cyber criminal if you do anything on the internet, period, full stop. Well, Bruce Phillips, um, we could have a very, very, very long conversation on the subject, but our podcasts are limited in time. If people wanted to continue the conversation with you, how can they get in touch with you? Um, well, you can, uh, the, the quick way is uh, go to westprotect.com. Um, we have cyber news. Uh, there's a blog that I have up there. Um, we have the security awareness for everyone information that, that you can just pull up. Um, and you can reach me through there uh, or, th or, or through, uh, you send me an email at bphillips at poweredbywest.com. Well, Bruce Phillips is Chief Information Security Officer at West, which is a Wilston Financial Group company. And Bruce, thank you so much for being a guest on today's Westfair Business Buzz. My pleasure, Phil. Thanks for having me. And folks, we'll see you again next week. This is Phil Hall with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journal. Have yourself a great day. Join us again for Westfair Business Buzz.